welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up guys? In this video, I want to show you the video that really inspired me from day one to become an Amazon merch seller. Uh, the person giving this presentation was Chris Green and he is on the Seller Sessions podcast, which is interesting because I ended up like really rediscovering the Seller Sessions podcast years later, not a year later, but I guess like during my FBA journey and I only probably connected the dots like much further down the road that the same place where you know I really learned a lot about Amazon merch because uh, this is from I think 2017, like five years ago. I've got it up here on my uh, TV um, it's from May 24th, 2017. And actually, I guess this video came out after I was accepted into Amazon merch. I initially discovered it on Reddit and this kind of followed a couple months later. I initially applied in 2016, I think maybe December and ultimately had to reapply again in early 2017, was accepted in March and the rest is history. But this video really is like the roots of Amazon merch. And what's funny is listening to it again, it's like, man, not that much has changed. I mean, definitely a lot has changed, but in terms of the high level, simple advice of how to succeed as a merch seller, a lot of what you're going to hear remains true today. So, and by the way, I still think it's early in Amazon merch. I still think it's early. It is all relative. Okay. I still think of my merch account 10 years from now. So if you're able to plan long-term, then just kind of take this ride, you know, just put in as much as you can and understand that you're building a passive income stream that can make you money, hopefully for the rest of your life. So I'm going to now pivot over into the video that started it all. Hey guys, welcome back to seller sessions this week. We have uh, Chris green, Chris, do you want to give the audience a little bit of background about yourself? I'll try to give it as short as possible because I'm betting some people heard of me. Some people may haven't. I don't want to spend a lot of time on me. I want to spend a lot of time on Amazon, FBA, Merch by Amazon, and everything else. So I started as a seller on eBay. I was sourcing inventory at retail, switched into Amazon, got onto FBA very early. I looked back and found out my first shipment was June 2008. And I'm, I'm trying to find someone who's beaten me on that. So if anybody listening... If you're before June 2008, you know that you are definitely an FBA pioneer. And you guys remember back then, there were no APIs and there were no individual shipping labels and all this stuff. And that's what I needed. So I had programs made for me to send in my FBA inventory. That turned into a service-based business to help other FBA sellers because there was just no software out there. Keep in mind, we're talking almost a decade ago of FBA. And things have definitely changed. FBA is definitely here to stay. And, uh, you know, it's growing. It, it's amazing. But it's definitely changing. And, uh, and those changes bring more challenges. And one thing that I would say I self-identify as being good at is seeing a lot of opportunities in different changes. And, uh, you know, with Amazon, there's no, no, no shortage of different platforms and ways to make money, to get to customers. Um, and probably one of the most exciting ones. Actually, I will say this. You know, not knowing the future, as of right now, Merch by Amazon is easily the biggest opportunity for the most people because of the ability to generate real income, real royalties with little to no barrier to entry. It's it's so good. And I, I, I don't want to talk too much about it now. We'll save some, some for the show. 
It's so good, people don't believe me when I tell them about it. They think there must be a catch. It must cost money. It can't possibly be that good. And I'm like, hey, it is. And I'm not going to spend my time convincing you because I got a whole line of people over here who are ready to go. So if, if you're, you guys are on board, if you're listening, are like, yeah, 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 I want to hear more about this stuff, then stay tuned. You're going to have a, uh, a great show right to, to listen to. So basically, you're, you, you know, I, I see you as the, what I call the Amazon guy in terms of you, you look at all aspects of Amazon. Like I've been, I've entered into Amazon through Amazon FBA, but like you're, you're pretty much a leader in, in, in the world of merch by Amazon. Like we, we've got a merch business as well and been running for a year. I discovered merch for you and some of your courses, but you've also done books and publishing. Do you want to give us the 360 of your Amazon experience? Yeah, that, that's kind of the cool thing. And, and I didn't do it on purpose. You know, it, it, depending on when like Facebook and YouTube it, you know, really gotten popular, I could have been pegged as the eBay guy because I was a very large eBay seller back in the day. I was a platinum power seller. You know, I got up to like 18,000 feedback, you know, which if I'd kept going, I mean, I haven't sold on eBay in 10 years. Um, I was a big eBay seller. Then I switched over to Amazon, thankfully, you know, reluctantly, but thankfully, because I was a price seller. I was always trying to undercut. I was like, the Amazon prices are higher than eBay. Who's buying that stuff? You know, I didn't get it. I had to learn that lesson the hard way. So then I get over on Amazon and FBA, and I would get pegged as this Amazon FBA guy because with our software that we were selling, it, you know, we wanted to teach FBA sellers. We wanted people to get into FBA because if they did, then we had something to offer them. So our marketing was more education marketing. I'm just going to teach you how awesome FBA is. And you're going to see it. Yeah, yeah, I want to use this. Oh, and you've got some software. So it was it was even better than like soft marketing or and definitely easier than hard marketing and forget all that stuff. Uh, then I accidentally became like the best selling author in the Amazon FBA arbitrage space because I wrote a really long PDF to get people to leave me alone because people were calling and emailing all the same questions about FBA. What do, why does Prime matter? What are the fees and all this stuff? And I said, I can't take it. I can't take it. It was like a self-defense book. So it's going to be like a long PDF. Read it. If you still have questions, I'll be happy to answer them. Um, then I tried to publish it. It's through CreateSpace, which is a website that Amazon owns. So they are integrating it more into the, uh, the Kindle side of Amazon and self-publishing, on-demand publishing for books. So if you upload your words in a PDF, it can be anything, right? It doesn't have to be a Harry Potter story or about FBA. It can be crossword puzzles. It can be coloring books. It doesn't matter. You upload them, two files, interior and an exterior file, and boom, you are now published on Amazon. Now, it's on demand, right? It doesn't exist, so there's no cost unless someone orders one. Then all the costs come out, and you just get a royalty. And all of a sudden, I'm like this awesome author. Everybody's like, wow, you're like, you know, must be a, you know, a smart guy. I was like, well, thankfully, I, I consider myself a smart guy, but I'm not a traditional author where I have editors and, like, you know, some big company approved my work and, like, no, anybody can do this. I just happened to do it early. This was back in 2011. Uh, so I published, you know, paperback books, which you know kind of gave me a huge leg up. People thought, yeah, this guy must really have something good to say. And got me into speaking gigs. I was publishing on Kindle, and I did all of this, what I would say, accidentally. I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't like, okay, now I'm going to publish my book because that's going to like elevate me here and it's going to help me reach this stuff. I just kind of did it, right? But I saw the results. I was, I was definitely happy to be like, hey, I've got a following. I've got like a, a people who will listen if I want to say something about FBA, which is good. Like, attention is the game. Attention is the very valuable asset right now. Um, so when Merch by Amazon came along, and to me it was just like, like when I saw FBA, it clicked for me. I was like, I know exactly where this is going. 
when I saw it, you know, merch by Amazon, it was even more, it was even, it was crystal clear. I was like, wait a minute, this is on-demand products because I'd been a little familiar with what are called DTG, direct-to-garment printers. I was like, wait a minute, if Amazon gets those kind of printers and all we have to do is upload an image and it's all prime eligible and I'm earning royalties instead of margin, yeah, 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 I'm all in, yeah. all in. So I did take some of the stuff I learned accidentally becoming the FBA guy to saying, look, I want to become the merch guy because I see merch as being just so big, so huge. And, and to be the guy for, for that market is valuable. And that's where I want to be. Cool. So let's talk about that market then. Um, let's just start with, the, for the people that don't know, they're selling FBA. Obviously, they're, they're buying in um, their, their own products. They've got their own private label. So they're obviously putting their own cash up. They're dealing with cash flow. So something like Merch by Amazon is using the similar parameters, but obviously there's no cost involved. Can you walk me through the process of signing up by Merch by Amazon, the royalty, how it works, etc.? Yeah, we should just explain Merch by Amazon because it, it's so easy to get into it and be like, yeah. oh, yeah, we get it. But like if someone's listening, like Mer they keep saying Merch by Amazon, but what exactly is it? Exactly. And it's print-on-demand T-shirts. Right now it's just T-shirts. It will expand into tons of other categories. So it, it is important to get in now, in, in my opinion, and learn how it works now, even though it's just T-shirts, even if you're excited about other types of products. And I'll say it now. Go to merch.amazon.com and request an account. It's not instant approval. So whenever you're listening to this, request your account. Even if you're not exactly ready to get started, request it so that when you are ready, you have that account ready to go. So you get your accounts completely free. You can use your seller login, your buyer login, or make a brand new login. It doesn't really matter. And then you're going to upload an image. Now, you do have to have the right format for the image. It needs to be 4,500 by 5,400 pixels. It needs to have a transparent background. It needs to be a PNG file. And if you've never used Photoshop and you're not into graphics and all this stuff, you have no idea what we're talking about, that's okay because there are tons of videos on YouTube. There are tons of resources directly from Amazon. They're going to tell you what you need to know. And you can either learn it yourself through free videos on Adobe puts out tons of free videos. Google anything or just search on YouTube for anything with the word Photoshop in it. There's going to be a free video showing you how to do it so you can learn this stuff. Uh, or you hire someone, right? So whether you do it yourself or you hire someone, if you hire, that's going to be your itty-bitty little barrier to entry. Um, but you can do it yourself. You're going to upload an image. You're going to give it a title. You're going to give it a price. That price is going to trickle down to your royalty. There's going to be fixed costs in there. But you never actually pay those costs because those costs only come in when you get the sale. So when something sells, you're going to get $761 or $759 on a $20 shirt. And Amazon's going to do all the work. It's sold by Amazon, shipped by Amazon. No one knows you're behind the scenes. It's just, it's just on Amazon. Physical product. They have men's, women's, youth sizes. They got like 18 different colors that you can choose. And it's prime eligible. And it's on Amazon. So if you've got something that kind of goes viral or, or just something in, in your, your personal audience, your family, your friends, and you put a shirt out there and you sell 100, you just made $700 in a weekend doing absolutely nothing. You didn't have to ship. You didn't have to, to make anything. You didn't have to hold inventory. You didn't have to have blanks. You didn't have to, you have to worry about customer service or returns. Like it, it's so good. People think, no, there must be some kind of catch. There must, they must charge for this, uh, but they don't. So I'm, I'm forget like the question you were asking at that at the beginning, you know, comparing Amazon like M MBA versus FBA, yeah. uh, it's clearly different based on inventory. We're not holding inventory. Yeah. I think people need to look at the payouts differently. You know, we're looking at, at margins with FBA and, and traditional selling on Amazon, where we're looking at royalties 
with merch by Amazon, as well as sites like CreateSpace and Kindle. They send me royalty checks. They don't send me payouts. Then I got to pay bills and I got to pay off my cost of goods and all this stuff. Royalties versus margins. And I tell you, I love earning royalties versus margins. And now I got, you know, 3% returns and I got that. Forget it. And there's no upfront money, right? Like, and some people are born sellers. And this is why I really love talking about, you know, Amazon, because my background with Amazon is sellers. And I know a lot of sellers who have no business being sellers, right? They're not sellers at heart. They're sellers because, you know, they've got this entrepreneurial itch that they want to scratch or they, they want to make extra money. And they've heard about the selling on Amazon thing. And they have a graphic design background, right? Or they have a Facebook marketing background. And if they just knew about Merch by Amazon, they'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This, this is what I want to do because Merch by Amazon also satisfies the, the itch that people have that are the creative artistic types where they want to make something. They want to draw. They want to paint. They want to – whatever it is, creating something gives them a, a level of satisfaction that you really don't get if you're just selling a product, right? Like that's – they're just different. So some people are sellers at heart and should go all in on selling and absolutely should not spend some time with Merch by Amazon. Some people should go all in with Merch by Amazon. And a lot of people, I would guess most of this audience, I would suggest doing a little bit of a blend and saying, you know what? You know, selling on Amazon is getting a little little different, a little harder. You know, there's more barriers to entry and, you know, I don't know what's going in the future. I'm going to spend a little bit of time with Merch by Amazon and, and see where I can take it because you can certainly outsource designs. Uh, the marketing, I mean, Dan, me and you know a little a, a little of the secrets right now that are really just developing with promoting Merch by Amazon uh, listings on Amazon, uh, it's only going to get bigger and better. We're going to, you know, people look back at this or if they're watching this listening a year later and it's like, what do you mean? It was, it was only t-shirts and like, and there was no sponsored products dashboard and there were no APIs. That's crazy. Well, that's where we are right now, so but that's where we're going. That's, let's get into that because we know that as Amazon sellers, obviously this is um, this show is about marketing. Seller sessions is about uh, advanced marketing. So we all we all know about uh, stimulation of the algorithm. We use certain attributes to help sell our products. We use sponsored ads in order to help our organic rankings, or supposedly we we, we utilizing these. But there are some sides of um, merch by Amazon which is a bit more difficult. So should we break this down? It's like, we know that, how many characters do we have in the title for a merch shirt? It's about 200. Oh, I, it's like 160 or one, something. Yeah, so you've got 160. And it could change, right? So Exactly, so we've got 160 there. We don't have any back-end search terms. So that's one thing we've got to take into consideration. We've got our bullet points. We've got a description. But we don't have the opportunity uh, to stimulate the algorithm in, internally which we can right. get into later. So for someone who's selling on Amazon, uh, who decides to do merch by Amazon, but can't go after reviews, can't stimulate the algorithm and stuff like that, what are some of the best things that you can do? You put your T-shirt up, you don't want it at the bottom of the Amazon jungle. What can we do to obviously get visibility to create sales? Well, there's... Well, the first thing that everybody should do, whether you're a seller or merch by Amazon designer, is make something good, right? Yeah. Sell a product that's good. Don't don't try to sell crap and then just you know try to make it stick by you know algorithms and all this other stuff. First, you gotta have a good product. Yeah. So have a good design. Have a good title. Have good keywords in your bullet points and your description. Have a competitive price point. There are a lot of strategies to 
launching a shirt at a very low price point yeah. to start getting some sales. And then as yeah. the sales come in, they'll put them up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you, Amazon will take down your shirts if they don't sell. And it's based on statistics and, and data. Like I think they say 99% of shirts that don't sell in the first 90 days mm-hmm. never sell. Yeah. Right. And, you know, merch by Amazon designers get all bent out of shape. They took my shirt down. It's like, yeah, they did you a favor. Okay. Um, so Amazon is trying to to kind of comb out the catalog to make sure that there's good stuff. So make sure that your stuff is good so that your stuff sticks around. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of like, we call it organic hustle that you can do to get people to, to notice your shirt. You can post on Facebook. You can try to get your, your stuff posted in Facebook groups. You can certainly run any type of, of ad, sending it back to uh, your merch by Amazon listing. But of course, once you're at an Amazon page, it's like the black hole of marketing. Mm-hmm. You can't retarget, you can't repixel unless you've done that on the front end. Um, I haven't heard a lot of people having great result with Facebook uh, ads that have not been pixeled, so they can't yeah. retarget. And I'm, I'm guessing your audience knows a little bit about yeah, pixeling yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, good. Uh, I think there's going to be a, a, a big surge in that where, where people are finding ways to get their their posts and pages pixel before they get to Amazon mm-hmm. so that they can retarget. Um, do we want to talk about AMS or is we, that Yeah, a... we're going to go into AMS next. What I was going to say um, before we go into the AMS bit, let's talk about the I, I mean, I don't know how you read into this whether it's the same as me, right? When you sell on Amazon as FBA, you own the product, right? When you sell a t-shirt you sell it to Amazon as a license. So you're licensing that T-shirt, which is then sold by Amazon, which means that you can get an associate's account and you can obviously use their account for tracking the T-shirt. So if you want to drive third-party traffic, traffic, you can have an Amazon associate's account where you can't normally have an FBA account. Do you want to elaborate on that? Is that something that you do or... You, you can understand how it works. And again, we'll, we'll be able to talk to your audiences. They know yeah. a little bit about this stuff already. But if, if you're using the associates account, a lot of guys call it the affiliate account, yeah, the affiliate then account. you can track, uh, you know, the, the clicks that come in and you can track how many sales and conversions. You can also see what people are buying mm-hmm. who, who may not have purchased your shirt, but maybe they bought something else. So you can kind of, you know, get a good kind of avatar of, of your customer that you're looking for to buy your 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 pugilicious shirt or whatever type of shirt that you've made. Um, then you can use that for research to say, oh, this is what I need, or these are the types of customers that I want to be targeting. And then you can use that for different ad campaigns. Um, so any type of tracking like that is valuable. And I would say that I would guess 96% or, you know, of, of the merch by Amazon sellers are not doing this. Like yeah. if, just because it's a little more complicated and it's a little like, whoa, what are you talking about? They're not doing it. Yeah. So the ones that are doing it are going to have a huge advantage. Um, and, you know, it's probably the same with Amazon FBA. A lot of sellers send the product to FBA and sit back and relax. And then, you know, a small percentage of them are really, you know, pushing the algorithm and doing the keywords and doing the promotions and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, but those are the ones who make all the money. Yeah. Right. And because Merch by Amazon is very low barrier to entry, you've got a lot of people who just come in, put their shirts on Amazon and sit back and relax. And if you get like some organic search and you get some sales, that's almost like free money, yeah. right? Where people are like, I didn't even do anything. And Amazon's sending me checks every single month. Um, and that's good. But organic sales are, are only going to give you so much. If you can like, I, I, what I describe this as is Amazon is giving us a money tree, mm-hmm. right? Because when your stuff sells that you put no cost into, you get money, yeah, right? But the promotion 
the you know the affiliate tracking, the the AMS, anything that you can do to drive traffic, that's watering your money tree. Yeah, and that's how you're going to get a big Mac Daddy money tree. And there's several ways to water right now. There will be more ways to water in the future. Yeah. Um, but that's why it's important to listen to podcasts like this so that you get up to date and you hear about this stuff early. Because you guys that are listening about Merch by Amazon now, you are early. FBA is a decade old. Merch by Amazon is 18 months old. Yeah. Right. We are so early on this. And from the guys that I've talked to at Merch, because, I mean, this is like the benefit. Like Steve Jobs says, you connect the dots backwards, you never connect them forwards. My my Amazon and this, my seller and FBA history gave me plenty of contacts at A&M or at, uh, at FBA and Amazon that I now have with merch. Yeah. Like I know the guys that run merch. So, you know, some of the things that they've told me that, you know, some things I can say, some things I can't, but I can tell you they are committed and on demand, print on demand type products. They're here to stay and yeah. they're the future. And, you know, as a vendor for sellers, the last thing I want to do is, is scare sellers but I want sellers to just see what's going on so they can position themselves. It's like hockey. You want to be where the puck's going to be. Not where right? it's at. The, the puck's moving right now. All right. Yeah. So don't sit there and think the puck's not going to move. And I'm going to, you know, FBA is going to be the same 10 years from now as it is today. Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, uh, it's going to change. You need to change along with it. And, uh, you know, sometimes some other opportunities are going to be a little more, you know, attractive. And, and I just want people to, to do what they're best at. That, that's what I like talking about all these platforms and just talking to people on the phone and being like, like, oh, dude, if I were you, I would, I would spend a lot of time with Amazon Custom because they have the right type of product, the right type of background, the right kind of passion or custom, which we're not even going to get into. We could do a whole hour on custom, uh, is where they would get the most success, whether it be selling, whether it be FBA, whether it be running a podcast, right? Because they've got a, a great voice and they're like, yes, that's what you should be doing, Uh or for, for a lot of, I said this at the beginning, for a lot of people, I see it as merch by Amazon because really anybody can do it. You can have good success without spending any money. You don't have to invest in a container. You don't have to, you know, buy samples of your private, la- like, like all those are costs. I, I talk to a lot of people who want to make extra money, but, but they, they don't, they don't, they can't, they, they don't have a lot to invest. They want to start slow. Those people are hopping on, on merch by Amazon and finding success. And of those people, with no experience and no cash are jumping on, then the people listening to the show who already have amazing experience and backgrounds and understand, oh, I understand the power of Amazon Prime. I get where this is going. I get that it's going to start in the U.S. and then it's going to go to both coasts on the U.S. to get costs and shipping times down. And then it's going to go to, I mean, there's a U.K. or not, it's a whole EU pilot that's going on right now where only select designers are in there. And it's going to be in Japan. It's going to be Australia. All they got to do is build a warehouse, put these printers in there and start taking orders. Right. Like <laughs> it's so good. Uh, and maybe maybe we'll, if we get through your questions, we'll yep. talk about remind me to talk about the future of licensing because it's happening right now in front yep. of us. Well, just staying on the same track that we were just talking about, you know, like with external traffic and we're talking about the sign up with the affiliate links. I think, you know, you were mentioning that the people were trying to do Facebook ads and not necessarily making them work. I think maybe possibly what that is is because they're trying to operate with a cold audience so what they're doing is oh, yeah. they're, they're they're looking at first click attribution it's like well i've spent a tenner but oh, 10 pounds sorry because you're uh, obviously basically oh, no, you, know. oh, you know a tenner <laughs> yeah yeah so they spend 10 pounds and they expect to make money on the t-shirt where maybe what they should be thinking about how do i warm this audience up how do i create a group of t-shirts that are a theme 
that are in relation with each other, drive the external traffic, spend some money to start generating sales. The sales starts to stimulate to then help sell organically. So what you're doing is, is that you're driving traffic to, to, to create sales. You might spend $100 or so, if not more, generating your first few sales, but you're using that to help kick it off. So it starts to organically rank, get more visibility, and then you start to sell more t-shirts that way. Now, we know that's expensive. We know we can use Facebook. We know we can use Pinterest. And, and really, it's just about where can you find that targeted traffic that's going to be relevant to your t-shirts, which then leads us into the next bit, which is AMS. Now, we know that most people that um, are selling FBA can get access to AMS if they're in the vendor program. What I don't think most people realize is that you can market your, your T-shirts via AMS because you're able to select and search by the ASIN. So it's another great way to run headline ads on your themed T-shirts, which I think is an advantage for FBA sellers over normal merch sellers because they don't have that kind of access to their account. They don't have the access, but they're slowly getting it. Like this yeah. little secret of AMS with merch is is becoming, and I hate to say widespread or widely known because it's just it's not. Like there, there's you could probably put everybody that knows about AMS and merch in a in a conference room from yeah. the entire world. In a telephone box, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's just not that well known, and because it's just it's just one step too high for the common merch by Amazon designer to be like, ah, I'm just, I'm just not getting it. And it's like, yeah. you can't make them get it. And it's okay. They might also be happy just making a few hundred bucks a week. And like, they're still thrilled with it, with a MBA. Yeah. Um, but the listeners, of this show are like, no, 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 I, I ain't listening to this to make a couple hundred bucks. I want to, I want to make some money. Yeah. And that's the money tree, right? AMS is the true water currently, unless they they become out with a, a new sponsor products dedicated to merch by Amazon, which yeah. they could. Um, AMS, Amazon Marketing Services, is the water for your money tree. Um, and we say this because, you know, right now, Merch by Amazon is very new, right? They don't have a sponsored products dashboard when you log into your Merch by Amazon account, even though we're like, hey, well, we want one. We'll pay for it. Well, it just doesn't exist. They just haven't built it yet. Yeah. Will they build it in the future? Probably. Will they put it under Seller Central? Possibly. Like, we don't know. Yeah. But they'll do something. Amazon will take our money to promote the products. Yeah. But remember the difference between Merch by Amazon and FBA. FBA is your product, your ASIN. You want people to buy yours versus Merch by Amazon. You just want them to buy the ASIN, mm. right? You don't care what size. You don't care what color. And it's shipped by and sold by Amazon. So no one even knows who's behind the scene. This is a print-on-demand product from Amazon. Yeah. But what AMS lets you do, which for a long time was like, well, why would you even want to do that? Why would you want to promote someone else's ASIN? Mm -hmm. right? Like, like that doesn't make any sense. Like it makes sense. You want to promote your ASIN. You only want to promote it when you're in stock. You only want clicks when you're in the buy box. Like all those things that make sense from a seller point of view, AMS and merch, you just want to promote an ASIN. Yeah. And that's where AMS is interesting, not just for merch, but for Kindle, for create space, for all these other on-demand royalty generating platforms on Amazon. We'll, we'll stick with merch by Amazon for this one. Yeah. So you can make way more like variations of ad, the headline ads, the brand landing pages, instead of just sponsored products that come up underneath, right? With AMS, you get that box right below the buy box on your competitor's listings. Hmm. And say, yeah, why don't you buy my shirt instead? Yeah. Right? I mean, we're talking shirts. You can do it for other you know, FBA products. Yeah, exactly. I think it's, it's key also to point out is that with AMS is that 
in the world of FBA, because we've covered AMS as well, is that it's almost like it's the shiny new T-shirt. But what we've got to get back to, like you said at the very beginning, if you've got a shit product, it's not going to sell. So you've got to focus on getting a, a great T-shirt. It's a bit like um, with AMS. AMS will not work for everyone. But the great thing about T-shirts is that you can trial hundreds of different T-shirts to work out which one is going to convert and which isn't going to convert, it hasn't cost you a load of money. It's not like, you know, like some people go, oh, I tried Amazon FBA, but it didn't work. Well, why didn't it work? Well, I was trying to sell these spatulas. They didn't work. So I went and done a salad spinner and that didn't work and I burnt all my money. Therefore, Amazon is shit. When really is they hadn't done their research. They hadn't selected the right product. They haven't done the niche thing. So... I think it's important, going back to what you said, if you've got garbage, that's what's going to come out the other end. You can't polish a turd. So the key thing goes back to we want to create visibility, but what are we creating visibility for? And it has to be something of a decent quality that people want. Yeah, it's got to convert and you got to get the right traffic because just because you get traffic, if you targeted dog owners to your, for your sh Chihuahua shirt, you might be thinking, yeah, that sounds good, but not everybody's into Chihuahuas. Just because they're into dogs doesn't mean they're into Chihuahuas, yeah. right? So just because you got traffic doesn't mean it's going to convert, and or you have a, a crap product, like you yeah. said. Um, you know, you got to have uh, something good, um, but it, it's so cheap to try this stuff out, yeah. you know. And and I I want to help people out. I've got a site that I have not even promoted or, or posted to my whole to my main audience because my main audience is so big. I don't want them to trash this site. Right. I don't want them to go and take all the good designers. But I'm going to tell you guys, you guys that are listening like halfway through this show, you guys. And it's not a secret site. I just haven't. I just know like a lot of people are in my groups and You've I don't want 25,000 in your group, haven't you? That's the thing. It's up to 34. 34,000. Like, like yeah, it's yeah. bigger than any of my FBA groups. Grows yeah. faster. Uh, but this is a new site that I found. Um, actually, someone tried to spam their profile from this site. That's how I found it. And I didn't let the, the spam go through. But the site is actually pretty good. It's called People Per Hour. So if you know Fiverr, mm -hmm. and you're probably mad at Fiverr because it got really crappy in the past few years, uh, People Per Hour, where you can go find graphic designers who make great stuff. Everybody I know that has gone there, they're like, yes, thank you. This is what I've been looking for. This is like a good Fiverr. This is where you can find people who will make you amazing designs for very little money because a lot of them are overseas. Like you, you give them 40 bucks, they're going to make you an amazing T-shirt design. Um, but it's like anything else. you got to put in the work. You can't just say, hey, man, make me a great dog shirt. No, you have to like really describe what you want. And they'll make it for you. They'll, and they'll beg to do another one. They're doing what they're good at. You're doing what you're good at. And guys, the research for this, this isn't like you got to like invent the best dog shirt ever. Go to sites like Amazon, Zazzle, Cafe Press, any site that sells T-shirts, and they'll tell you what the popular shirts are and say, oh, I see why that shirt is popular. That shirt looks great. Yeah, well, start making shirts that look like that. Don't make stuff that you think looks good. Yeah. Make stuff that other people, what Amazon is giving you the best seller ranks of the number one selling shirt. Like, look at what's, just sit there and do research. Yeah. Look at what sells then say, okay, I know what types of shirts I need to make. I need to make stuff around things that people are passionate about, like wine and coffee and yoga and, and, and stuff like that. And, and cats and dogs is another easy one. And you don't have to like, especially if you're driving your own traffic, you don't have to be like, look, I made the best shirt. All your other shirts are crap. Guys, value is subjective. And you're going to see a lot of what you probably consider crap designs 
as the best sellers. Yeah. So just because other people like them and you say, that's stupid, who would buy that? Don't worry about it. Yeah, be su- they want to su- buy it, sell it to them. You'd be surprised how many dark blue, black T-shirts that sell, which is just font-based, no images or anything, and they just sell simple off the text-based images. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no. So, so keep it simple. And that, that's a $3 design, right? Either learn to do it yourself, yep. right? Put a text on a box or have someone do it. There's no shortage of places that'll, that'll make designs for you. So let's, uh, let's, make let's, a good product. let's talk about the tools and stuff, you know, like when, you know, in, in terms of FBA, people are using Jungle Scout for product research. Let's start with an Amazon, uh, Merch by Amazon shirt. Where do we start with the research? What kind of tools are there out there? Where do you generate the ideas before you get to the design phase? Well, a lot of, I started a site called MerchResearch.com, and we recently merged it with another site, MerchInformer.com. But what would happen is when you went there, and you still go there, MerchResearch.com will just redirect. Um, But I don't know the the URL of the Merch Informer page, so I don't want to say whatever it is, I'll get it wrong. But it's just got a big text box. Enter a keyword, press enter, and it's going to show you all of the Merch by Amazon shirts that have that keyword in them. Put in frogs, put in lions, put in... Put in like Trump or or Hillary, and you can see what's out there. And that's one of the cool things. You can make Trump and Hillary shirts, right? It doesn't matter. Whatever election is going on, whatever country you're in, put them both up. Who cares, right? This isn't about picking sides because you can sell to to both sides of them and then see what's selling. You know, Amazon puts it in in order of what they call relevance. Um, So it's not necessarily bestseller order, although it's – I would say it's as good as bestseller order. They're not going to put the best-selling Merch by Amazon shirt for that keyword at the end of the 600-page list. They're probably going to put it near the beginning. What are they going to put at the end? The crap, okay? So look at the first two, three, four pages and and get an idea for what's selling. And you can see the sales ranks. And, and you guys know sales ranks. You can back it out and be like, okay, that might be the number one selling frog shirt, but it's only selling like four a month. Not a lot of money in that, right? So I want to find a, a niche or a category that is selling a lot more copies because I want to I want to make more money with it. Or you see a niche that's underserved and be like, wow, I can't believe there aren't more shirts around this topic because if I like it, maybe there's other people that like it. And you can be first to market with a niche. Um, you can pay attention to politics and pop culture and, and be like, oh, this hashtag is trending or man, I'm going to make something around this. I mean, the elections were a little free for all. Uh, you know, here in the U.S., but they're almost it's a little dicey now because there's like all these new rules like Trump was a celebrity before he was a politician. So there's rules around celebrities and there's rules around politicians and which rules are right. Right. So, like, you know, it, it can get a little dicey, which is like the big I mean, there's, there's really two big issues with merch that I don't want to gloss over. I want people to understand them. Are the copycat issue? Let's talk and copycats. The, it's very interesting. We'll do, and, yeah. and then we'll do like the wild, intellectual wild property and yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> All right, let's scare everybody away. We got everybody hyped up. Yep. Now let's it. scare everybody away. Got to give what we call it the shit sandwich in the UK. You got to give them both sides, you know. So. Well, and that's the thing. We want you guys to to have great success. So we want you to be aware of of the the current downsides, which have gotten a lot better mm. from when they started, um, as well as a lot of the pitfalls that could get you in a lot of trouble with Merch by Amazon if, if you don't do it right. So we'll talk about, you know, the copyright side for, or the uh, the copycat side, which is when you put an image on the internet, guess what? Other people can now download it, right? Uh, so people see your shirt, it's selling really well, just like you can see which shirts sell really well. The bad guys can see which shirts sell really well. And because it's basically free to cast your net for sales, people just 
throw the biggest net they possibly can and they throw it as often as they can. So they'll download all these images. Some of them they don't even have to clean up, right? If it's on a white background, they just remove the background and they upload it on their account. Um, it was a huge free-for-all in the first year of Merch by Amazon. It has gotten a lot better. Uh, I predict it will almost completely go away on Amazon. What Amazon won't be able to control is other external sites, right? So let's talk Amazon first. You put up, I say I put up this shirt, right? And someone says, hey, that shirt's selling really well. Or they just want to copy it anyway because it's free to copy. They download the image from Amazon. They clean it up. They re-upload it. It's going to look a little blurrier because they're not getting the original uh, high-resolution image. But for a lot of images, you know, it really doesn't matter, especially what you see on the screen. And then they lower the price. So now you have two identical products, one with a lower price. They'll even just copy and paste your description, copy and paste your title, and they just go in and undercut you. And I can empathize with why some people might do that if they live in a country where they don't have a lot of opportunity, right? So some people are, are just bad apples and they're doing it maliciously. Some people have kind of a crap situation and they see this as their best option. I get it. It's wrong both ways, but I try not to take it personal because there's things you can do. You can report it to Amazon. Amazon knows which one was uploaded first. They'll take the other ones down. Uh, it is still a mess though right now, but because Amazon, you guys have heard of Amazon Flow or with the Amazon app and you see the blue dots and, they, and it's called Firefly. Amazon has amazing image recognition software. And if they apply it to the new uploads and be like, whoa, 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 we already have this. It's gonna, it's gonna do two things. It's gonna keep those listings off and it's gonna identify those people and they're gonna get suspended immediately. Right, like first strike, you're out, kind of stuff. Like you're, you're causing problems. Um, so is it a problem today? Right, May 2017. Yeah, it's a problem today. Is it as big of a problem as it was three months ago? No, it's gotten better. And I predict in the future on Amazon, it will not be an issue at all. Uh, there will be confusion where someone put, uploads a similar design and people don't understand the difference between trademark and copyright, and then they just get all fussy about it. Um, but what Amazon can't control is external sites. So when people build a quick Shopify store and grab the top 100 selling merch shirts, put them up, and they have their own crappy printer and they deliver a subpar product, that's outside Amazon's control. Does it suck? Yes. Do I think people should worry about it? No. Because what customer do they think is going to steves-shirts-xx-.co-.nz random like websites right complete like, and put in credit card information and buy where where are these people generating customers with that kind of confidence that aren't going to amazon right so just because it's offered for sale on another site i really don't think that in most cases it's taking away from anybody's sales or royalties right so i, I just want people to put that in perspective i get it you look at someone else's site and you see your stuff offered for sale and you're like screw that guy this, this is wrong. You stole. Like, yes, but pick your battles. Yeah. Spend an hour on that or spend an hour uploading 20 make, new designs that make are going to make you money. T-shirts, yeah. Right. And, you know, and, and things will get better, right? So just be aware that that's out there. Be pissed off for eight seconds when you when you see your first copycat and then get back to work and yeah. doing things that are productive. Do you, know, they, you know also that if you have got copycats, you're doing something right. I've told people that because I talk to people about self-publishing and they're like, well, what if I publish my book and someone steals it? Do I need to like file copyright at Library of Congress? I'm like, no, no. One, probably no one's going to steal your book yeah. because it's not going to be a bestseller. I'm not trying to talk down to anybody, but be like, look, your first book you publish, you know, about your kid's soccer game, like it's probably not going to be a bestseller, which means no one's going to steal it. If they do steal it, great. That means you have something worth stealing and then you yeah. can protect it. There's all You can go back and do all this stuff. 
but don't not move forward because you want to do all this massive protection. Like it's not possible. I mean, my books actually sell, hmm. right? And do people copy them? I almost don't even care on the cheap stuff because I'd rather they read my information than nobody's information, right? Like it's not like I make a lot of money on a $9 book, but I did get pissed. They, they took my $300 book, ripped it into a PDF and were selling it on eBay for 99 bucks. So I had to do the whole DMCA, whatever the Vero thing was with eBay. And I was pissed. I was like, no, no, you didn't. But I get it. You know, it was a high-priced book. They were saying, look, I can reproduce it digitally and sell for less. You know, I get it. You know, that I'd be a target for that. You know, but it wasn't me personally that was a target. It was the product that was a target. So I I don't take it personally. Um, But, you know, we just want people to be aware of that. But we also don't want anybody to get get their accounts suspended or terminated in the first two days because you guys don't understand that you should not be uploading Mickey Mouse or Star Wars shirts. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not a good idea. Uh, well, and let's also, talk I about see... the website that we have to visit. You know, part of our research, isn't it, is to go to, is it U, UPSC, is it? What's the dot com? <laughs> USPTO That's dot gov. Dot gov. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's the U.S. government website. You can search for trademarks, you, yeah. and you can search for trademarks that are applied to clothing, apparel, T-shirts, mm. and uh, and you can do a lot of stuff to keep you out of trouble. And the same site, Merchant Former, has a lot of tools that'll automate this stuff. They'll even check your current keywords daily against it. So if anything new pops up, because this is this is a dynamic marketplace, right? People are filing filing for new trademarks every day. New ones are getting approved, getting rejected, and it's up to us to keep our ourselves clean. Just like it's up to sellers, you got to keep yourself clean. If there's like a new child safety recall on some product you're selling, you need to be aware of that. Hmm. Not just be like, oh, I didn't know. I just, you know, I'm just selling it. You know, yeah. like, no, <laughs> this is a business. You got to you gotta stay on top of it. But yeah. the good news is there's a lot of tools out there to do that. You can do your own research way ahead of time. And I even say this, and I talk to probably a lot of lower level sellers compared to, you know, the people that you're normally talking to. Um, I tell people, hire a lawyer. Right. Like spend some money if you don't know what you're doing, like hire like hire an expert in China to help you with your import. Like that doesn't sound so crazy. Right. But when you say go go hire a two hundred dollar an hour trademark and copyright lawyer, ask them some questions, keep yourself out of trouble. And I get people give me pushback. I'm like, oh, well, this is your this is business. This is like a very inexpensive way to keep your business from getting in trouble. Right. Like have a lawyer on call and get a good one. Don't get the like the fifty dollar an hour lawyer. Get a good lawyer. You know, it, it shouldn't be a, a, a – I'm, I'm continually baffled when people give me pushback on that because this, that lawyer will tell you if what you're doing is okay or not. They'll give you the stamp of approval for what? For a few hundred dollars? You know, and as you learn what they say is cool, you're going to learn. You, and you don't have to call them for everyone. You're like, okay, now I understand what constitutes parody, which is a hour-long subject in itself because it's subjective. And I see a lot of people see either a parody shirt or they see a Star Wars or a Disney shirt on merch. And they're like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. I'm like, no, that's not what that is. Because Amazon has has deals with yeah. Disney and Marvel. And they're going to have way more. They're going to have all kinds of licensed deals. And you don't know if it's a third-party seller uploading something to sneak through or if it's actually Disney. And well, you know what? It doesn't matter because it's not your business. Make your own stuff and quit worrying about what other people are doing and you'll be fine. So I get frustrated with a lot of the merch audience, but at the same time, I love helping them. But some of these issues that people come up with, they're they're giving themselves their own roadblocks. Yeah. Say, oh, what about this? I can't get started. Yeah. 
This is the biggest opportunity. This is why the overseas designers are so hungry. They're going to kick everybody's butt hmm. because because they get it, right? And I see a lot of like the lazy Americans who either don't get it or they they look for excuses along the way. And I'm like, you guys have got to see this for what it is and get in and make some money because it's going to expand into hoodies. It's going to expand internationally. They're going to have hats and, and visors and, and cell phone cases and socks and ties. And they're getting into sublimation printing and, and embroidery. And, and it's huge. And this is inventoryless model. This is the true sit on the beach in Jamaica business. Like FBA is pretty close. You can outsource almost everything, but you still got to pay attention to it. Yeah. Once you have your own designs up that are selling, heck, you could run AMS ads and sit back, not look at it for three weeks and come back to, to massive, massive sales. Without And there's, there's no like catching up to do. There's like, oh, I got, you know, three weeks of emails. Nope. I got three weeks of returns. Nope. <laughs> you have three weeks of royalty payouts. Then you go back to the beach. You know, it, it, with an internet connection and a computer, you can use the, and I don't want to just say merch by Amazon, but the on-demand platforms on Amazon, you can use them to generate royalties. You can plant as many money trees as you want. You can water them as much as you want from anywhere in the world. Computer and an internet connection. That's all you need. So what, I mean, at this moment in time, uh, you, you seem to know people on the inside. You, you, there's only so much you can obviously say, but is there a rollout coming to the UK? Oh, yeah. There's already Merch by Amazon sellers selling in the UK. Oh, it's select. Are. It's select. Yeah. And how uh -huh. would one get into the uh, <laughs> the program for the UK? <laughs> uh, well, it goes back to what we said at the beginning. Be yeah. good. Yeah. Right? Because the people that are in it are the best, right? But you only get to be the best by being good at yeah. some point. Um, and and that's, the, that's the beauty of it. And I see, I, I'm guilty of it myself where I see other people that like with such having such success and I'm like, oh, that's where I want to be. Instead of realizing where they are, they used to be where I am. So I can go along that same path. So anybody listening right now, if, if you're thinking, oh, I don't have that kind of background, you can get there. You can learn Photoshop. Like there are any number of courses online from free to paid or hire some, put put an ad you know, on the internet, on Facebook or Craigslist or wherever you are and say, look, I want to learn Photoshop and I'm willing to pay $100 an hour, hmm. you know, and find some local expert like like you can do, you can learn anything. And I would love to go back. I'm 39. I would love to go back and be younger and actually have a talent, right? Actually have a creative skill, whether it's whether it's music or, or, or video or art or be an actual writer. Like I've written a lot of books, but I'm not a writer, right? Like I just get my words out that are in my head. But like if I had actually studied to be a writer – and then learned about CreateSpace. Or if I actually went to school for graphic design and learned uh, like Illustrator and Photoshop and, and composition and color, all this stuff, and then got into MBA, people with actual talent are going to just crush it with these on-demand platforms. But if you don't have actual talent, you can still learn or you can hire or you can partner. Or you team up. Yeah, you part I mean, out we've got a three-man team, right? We've got a designer. We've got someone who does copy and research and visibility. That's my job. Yeah. Sure. So I'd rather have a business where I have 33% than 100% yep. of nothing. So I've got <laughs> a, a, a pro designer and basically it's a freeway split. That's the way we operate. Yeah. It just, and it simplifies things because we end up working to our skill sets. You know, a lot of people worry about it, but the way I see it is that the, it, there's no there's no physical upfront costs unless you're, you know, there was a time when I started out, I, I was paying a... Um, I was paying a VA at the Philippines 
for about six months, you know, creating the first set of 100 T-shirts or so. But you've got the the managing of those people, which can take up a lot of your time. So you've got to come up to concepts. Then you've got to go over the designs of them. And they're from the Philippines. They're not necessarily great designers. So you end up spending a lot of your time managing them. So after a while, I went out and thought, right, no, why don't I bring in business partners on this business who are very good at what they do and then allow them to breathe and do their thing so that I can carry on and run. Because I call it my side piece. I don't, it's not my main business. Amazon FBA is my main business. Whereas the merch side is a nice little business and it works for all three of us. Do you see what I mean? And it turns over and we're up to I don't know, 400 designs now, I think we are. Um, but I think people should know is that, like you said, work to your strengths and in some cases bring in other people um, and then just do a royalty split with them. Simple as that. Yeah, that's the easiest way. I mean, that's what everybody should be doing pretty much with everything is do what you're good at and don't be so secretive or paranoid to not share what, what you're doing, right? Because I, I, I've talked to so many sellers. Hopefully your, your audience is a little less paranoid than mine. But they would say, well, well, if I tell the designer what to make, if I'm the researcher and I tell the designer what to make, the designer's just going to go off and do it by himself. No, he's not. The designer values the research that you're doing, and the designer wants to design, and yeah. the researcher wants to research, and the marketer wants to market. Yeah. And, like, people are more trustworthy than I think a lot of the Amazon seller community gives them credit for. Like, I think so many people think that people are just waiting to stab them in the back. And and the the problem is it could happen, and it has happened, Yeah. Right. But the benefit to being open and trusting other people and building an actual business versus, okay, one guy, he screwed us. Okay, he's gone. He's done. You kick them out yeah. and you go back to work, right? And like, because people's reputations are way more valuable than anything else when we live in a Facebook and all this world. Like if you get a reputation as someone who, who scams and, and stabs people in the back and steals designs. And you're steals, game over. Like, you're screwed. Yeah. You're, you're screwed. Over. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I want to know who those people are. Like, please rip me off so that I know to never work with you again. It's like, a, rip me off once so that I can just clear the deck and work with the people who, going, who are going positive. Going back to your point there, I think generally what happens is that it depends on your mindset. I don't want to sound cheesy here, but if you're abundance mindset, you'll give away knowledge. And it's not a problem because you can go to the well and there's plenty in the well. You know, you've got a reservoir of knowledge there and you go, give it away, give it away. Whereas some people only know a certain amount of a few things and they give away those key things and they haven't developed any more tips. Then, you know, it's like our discussion now. No one really knows about the AMS side of things for the T-shirts. Are people going to listen to this and go, really? What, I can use AMS? And then the light bulb comes on and they can run yeah. with that. But me and you will come up with a load of more techniques in six months' time that we'll yeah. share again. But then the next run, then the next run. Do you see what I mean? Well, there's, there's that and there's also a way you know, I, I think people worry about the pie being like a finite fixed pie. We're all like trying to get our own little piece. But when we're talking about Merch by Amazon, these on-demand products that we create, we bring to the market, we make the pie bigger or we make our own pie, yeah. right? Like this isn't like if I get mine, someone else isn't going to get. So therefore, like we're competitors and all this. No, like you keep getting yours and I'm going to keep getting mine. And I hope you do really well. And the good people want – we're going to hope other people do really well. Um, you know, it is abundant. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous to think like, oh, we need to like keep AMS under wraps. I used to deal with people who wanted to keep FBA on the down low yeah. as if one dude was going to like tell the entire world about FBA when Amazon has, has a little more reach <laughs> than yeah. I do. 
right? Like it's just crazy. You know, you can't keep. And I would I would warn people if anything apart your about your business or about your life is about suppressing information from other people, you're going to lose eventually, yeah. right? There were people who said, we can't let people learn how to read, right? They didn't want people to learn how to read because then their advantage over them was going to go away. Instead of saying, wait a minute, if everybody knows how to read, it's going to be better for everybody, yeah. right? Like we can't let other people build their, their houses, their businesses. We don't want them to get big because then we won't have the biggest building in town anymore. Instead of saying, hey, let's just build all the buildings big. And then we all have a big, big building. You know, it's it's just crazy to 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 think that way. Um, but I mean, I think a lot of people compare to others. You know, as Theodore Roosevelt, he said, comparison is the thief of joy. Hmm. Right. Like, guys, you can have you can find extreme joy and satisfaction as, as well as income possibilities with Merch by Amazon. But if you compare yourself to other people. You're going to spend all your time there, and it's going to take away from from your happiness of this platform that that we hope you already knew about. If if you just found out about it today while you're while you're listening, great. Whenever you heard about it, get in. This is I'm not making this up. This is the biggest opportunity. In, I just never see anything like it. We're talking about offering physical products for sale, and when they sell, Amazon does all the work, and we get a royalty. For zero cost. Like, it's so good, people don't believe it. And do you know what? The other side you've got to look at, though, Chris, goes back to the quality end of things because there are going to be people out there who can't make it convert, who will go, well, that's a load of old shit because it didn't work for me because I'll put one T-shirt up and nothing happens, you know. <laughs> you are going to get that. So what people do need to realize as well, you've got to put a bit of work in. The same as your FBA business, the same as any other business that you build. It's a great opportunity, but you have to do some work. You know, you have to come up with a concept. You come up with a design. You've got to put it out in front of people. So we must remember that bit as well. <laughs> yeah, it's not magic. But here, here's a tip. We talked a little bit about, like, you know, how to get started and where to look for ideas and all this stuff. And I, I want to add this one, too, because this, this is a good one. Guys, you should go where there's already demand. Yeah. All right? Find somewhere people are already buying not necessarily a specific T-shirt, but T-shirts in general. Right. So so make shirts for like like a local restaurant or a local soccer club or a local, uh, you know, any anything local where like, oh, they could use T-shirts. Go in and talk to them, which if you're an FBA seller, you might be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not going in and talking to anybody. Like, yeah. Go in and talk to somebody. And say, hey, you know what I can do? I can get you a, a T-shirt up on Amazon. You're not going to have to deal with like pre-orders and sizes and, and delivery and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, and then just tell your customers to go to go buy it on Amazon. They'll be like, heck, yeah, that sounds really good because having a, a closet full of T-shirts sucks when you're a business that wants to make pizzas every day. Yeah. You're not in the T-shirt business. So you have a T-shirt on the wall. says, hey, go buy our T-shirt, wear it on on Tuesdays and get half price uh, appetizers. I'm like, oh, I get that. And then now they're buying T-shirts every day or they buy them for their for their club or for a, a Boy Scouts fundraiser or or whatever you want to do. Go where there's already demand and you be the one to have the, the best offer and just sit there and think about this stuff. Think about what, what kind of people are buying T-shirts, because now you have access to a half million dollar printer. Right. And Amazon has football fields full of these printers. These printers cost half a million dollars. We get to use them for free. Amazon's providing the labor and the prime shipping and all this stuff. Think about that, right? So if you're at home, like, I want to start a side business. What can I do? Oh, here's one where I get access to half million dollar printers for free. Yeah, pay, like that should excite you guys. You'd be like, yeah, 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 I get it. 
I, I now have capacity. I have access to uh, to stuff that would have cost me, not just for the printer. This is like a million-dollar startup if you did it on your own. Yeah. And you get to do it for free. Definitely. Think about what the, the ability that you have and who would value from that ability and then go make the connection. Well, let's, before, and if you provide value to people, you can charge money. Exactly. So let's before we wrap up, let's just walk through these final steps. We've kind of discussed all the elements of Merch by Amazon. Let's take it right back, you know, to wrap it up to where do we start with the research? What do you, what's, what, what does Chris do in terms of research? Let's, um, let me give you an example. We kind of, we know that you can go after themes. Let's talk about the whole politics thing and jumping on the vibe of the news. You've done stuff before where something blows up. You pick it up on social media. It might be some idiotic thing that Trump has said and it's blown up Facebook it's blown up Twitter it's on CNN talk about how you would take that bit of news and ride the wave and get it onto to Amazon what you'd want to see like like what's the trending word like what's yeah. the what's the keyword uh, make sure it's not you know something copyrighted or trademarked um, a lot of you're going to see a lot of people filing for trademarks not just because they're filed for it doesn't mean they're going to get it um but I mean, the, the basket of deplorables thing, I don't know if that made it over to the UK. Um, Clinton said that about some Trump voters. Then people said, well, I'm, I'm a proud member of a ba of the basket of deplorables. And the, the first guy to get his shirt up, well, actually, I, well, I knew the guy that got the first shirt up. He wasn't the one that went viral. Um, he went the number one seller, you know, in clothing. Um, I mean, like you had the whole Brexit thing, which I like it had already happened by the time like I even like heard like the word Brexit, right? Like it was already happening. And you can make shirts about that. You can be pro or or against it. And you and maybe it's the hashtag. Maybe you put like the Union Jack as a as a background, and you do a little Photoshop with with the word. Um, and you can get that stuff up super quick, right? So once it's up, then you. you, you I mean, we're we're talking like two steps, right? One, get the idea. Then two, make it happen. Everybody's talking about this already. Yeah. It's on Facebook. It's on Twitter. And you can go in and say. And because it's sold by Amazon, it doesn't look like you're spamming. You're not saying, oh, here's my T-shirt. You're saying, look, holy cow, Amazon already has T-shirts about this. Mm -hmm. Like, wink, wink, right? It happens to be your T-shirt. And you can search for Twitter for everybody talking about a certain topic or a certain keyword. Like right now, the Bow Wow Challenge. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. No. This just happened. This rapper called Little Bow Wow posted on Instagram like a private jet and a Bentley saying, you know, going to Miami. And then somebody snapped a picture of him. He was actually on a commercial flight in coach going to wherever he was going and so called him out for it and now twitter is all about this bow wow challenge uh of, of like posting one thing as being like baller and like oh but in reality i don't have the 175 i got the little shot glass and it's just over and over and over again so like the, you're able to ride this kind of wave of uh, of things because tomorrow nobody's gonna be talking about it right like we just hop from thing to thing so you can react to trends you can react to uh, to politics just be sure that you're not breaking any rules which you know, wherever you you live in relation to uh, to politics and, and politicians and and likenesses, um, because there are some different rules and the rules are probably going to change. Mm -hmm. uh, but I like just kind of keeping your, your 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 tab on the pulse of what's happening, whatever country you live in. You know, if you're in the U.S., I recommend looking at Fox News and CNN. Right, so get both of them. We're not getting political. Look at Yahoo and look at uh, BuzzFeed. Whether you like BuzzFeed or not. They at least have like some trending things that go on. You're like, yeah, I had no idea that was trending. Well, BuzzFeed will tell you and see if there's an opportunity for you to jump in there with something relevant. So that's that's riding 
your popularity well, you, in hashtags. You can do it on Facebook as well, can't you? If you just touch the search box at the top, it gives you a drop down of trends yeah. that's happening right this now. This is what everyone else is searching for. Yeah. Twitter is the exact same way. They'll give you a list of trending keywords. So yeah, that's like you're going on trends. The flip side is look at what already what's already selling. Yeah. Go to the best sellers on Amazon, on Zazzle, Cafe Press, all these things. Look at what's selling and, and just kind of take notes. If you if you got to write it down, write it down. How many cat T-shirts? How many coffee T-shirts? How many yoga T-shirts? And be like, you know what? There's a lot of interest here. Yeah. Now either choose to compete, right? And say, look, there's a lot of people like coffee shirts. I'm going to try and make my own coffee shirts. Or say, you know what? There's not a lot of, you know, like like these kinds of shirts. And you know what? I think there I think there there should be. Maybe you check, you know, Google uh, Google Trends and say, there's a lot of searches for this, but there's not a lot of products. So I'm going to try and be the first to that market. And then once you've got your shirts up, then you get into stuff like AMS and 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 uh, you know affiliate tracking and, and promotion. So it is a business. This isn't just you throw some t-shirts up and and sit on the beach in Jamaica. But the the learning curve to this, you know, we're not talking about like like okay, now we have to invest in our container and we've got R and D and like the, it's going to take five months from China. And now we, now that it's here, we have a whole other set of private label protocols to go through and. This is a lot easier, and you can you can do it as a side hustle uh, while you continue to do your private label, your FBA. I, I don't want anybody to think I'm trying to make you guys pick one or the other, but I definitely think everyone who understands Amazon and Prime should be paying attention to Merch by Amazon because at some point it, it might turn into an opportunity that's just too great to ignore for everybody. Yeah, I think there, there are points where, say, for instance, one of the things with Amazon sellers they can suffer from is cash flow issues. So they might sure. have launched a few products, they've got a bit of cash flow, and they've got a bit of time on their hands. It's not going to harm them to have a Merch by Amazon account and use that free time that they have in between the cash flow issues. Obviously, they can go to payability or wherever they go to get additional funds, but that's a good opportunity to build some additional cash on the side in and around your FBA business if you have time on your hands, which, you know, uh, the FBA business isn't a four-hour work week. <laughs> we, we all have to work no. quite long hours, <laughs> but there is opportunities there to look at Merch by Amazon and, and saying, well, maybe I've got some flair here, I could do this, or I could team up with a designer friend of mine and use their marketing skills, what they've learned from doing Merch by Amazon. So. Sure. No, but, people with an FBA with an Amazon background will does have such a leg up when it comes to merch by Amazon. So take advantage of it. Definitely. So wrapping up now, how is the what's the best way people can reach you? Let's talk about your community because if people want to learn about merch by Amazon, it'd be good for our audience to uh, join your community. Do you want to tell them about your Facebook group and stuff? Yeah, I've got the big Facebook group that I have: Facebook.com/groups/merchlife. Uh, if you just go to a web browser and type in merch.group, it'll redirect right there. So if you're on Facebook, you know, so come on in. We've got lots of great information in the pinned post, like a lot of resources, a lot of common questions that I keep getting asked. Read through that. And then if there's a question you have, ask it. And it's a great community uh, where you're going to get answers really fast. I've got a course on Udemy. I've got YouTube videos. I mean, there, there's tons. I was the first YouTube video, but now there's tons of YouTube videos out there. So, guys, just get whatever questions you have answered and, and get started. Uh, of course, my website is chrisgreen.com. Um, if, if you're on Facebook and want to send me a message, here's a little trick for you. Type in m.me slash chris. M.me is owned by Facebook. So this is a trick you guys can do as well. You can use it for your business pages or your profile. Whatever your profile name is or your business page, 
Put that at the end of m.me, and then it's going to open up Messenger, and you can send a message to that person. So m.me slash Chris sends me a message, and I can send you a message right back. Excellent. So, guys, thank you for your time today. Uh, remember, this is pre-recorded. If you've got any questions, you can just pop them in the uh, uh, the, the comments down below. Don't forget, if this is the first time you've checked out Seller Sessions, hit the subscribe button. Again, Chris, thank you very much for your time and coming on today. Well, thanks. We'll do it again. Definitely. Great.